This episode was recorded before we realised we had ADHD. We've left our old episodes up as we now recognise our struggles and helpful tips were all ADHD related and we hope that they can help you too. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Just please be aware we won't specifically mention ADHD. Welcome to A Dopamine Kit, your weekly dose of positivity. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week as we help change your habits, tackle fears and challenge your mindset. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of A Dopamine Kick. Today, we're going to be talking about hacking your way into new habits. Hacking your way into new habits, a great topic to talk about. But before we get into that, last week, we talked about removing temptation from your environment to get you started for this week's Little Kicker, which is a challenge. So we hope that you got yourself prepared and ready for removing all of that temptation from your environment so you can get yourself in a great mindset and start creating a new habit. If you haven't already, please consider following the podcast and that will just keep you up to date with any new episodes that we release. So last week we talked about creating new habits and got you thinking about the kind of new habit that you might want to create for yourself. This week we're going to focus on sticking to that habit and how you make it part of your routine and not just a phase that you do for a couple of days and then drop. So how long does it take to build new habits? This is a question for debate really. They say it takes about 21 days to create a new habit. But it's a bit weird, isn't it? We seem to think that it takes longer to build bad habits and it doesn't take as long to form new habits because it doesn't matter how hard we try, it always seems to take longer to form a new habit than it does to create a bad habit. But I think for me, anyway, habits are created subconsciously. What I mean by that is we don't really think about the bad habit, we just do it, we do something that makes us feel good, and then that kind of forms into a habit in the background. So maybe that's why bad habits seem to be easier to create, because there's no resistance there in creating it. I find as well that bad habits tend to be instant reward with long-term issues, whereas good habits are instantly difficult, but with a long-term reward. (laughs) Yeah, it's true though, isn't it? You know. Yeah. (laughs) I guess we should answer that question. How long does it take to build a new habit? Well, that really depends on your mindset and how big of a change it is that you're trying to make to what it is you're actually doing at the moment. And the thing is, if you're trying to change something drastic, such as you're going to stop eating takeaways right now, or you're just going to give up and quit smoking or something like that, it may take a lot longer because those things are not just something that can be a quick fix because there's all sorts of different factors involved. For example, if we're talking about quitting smoking, we may need to take into account things such as nicotine addiction. So it all depends really on how you feel about what it is you're doing, how big of a change you're trying to make and what it is you're trying to change. Another example could be if your habit is eating a big bowl of ice cream at night and you switch to something like a low sugar alternative or maybe something like frozen yogurt. It's probably not going to take you very long to replace that habit because you're replacing it with something that's just as good so it feels the same. The habit doesn't really feel so different and you haven't drastically changed it. But if you're giving up ice cream altogether, then it may take a little bit longer because it's kind of like cold turkey. And I personally believe that changing habits should be done gradually over time, should start small. And I wouldn't recommend something just like white knuckling it and just doing it straight off the bat because that can lead to feelings of failure. 
So on to our science bit and we've got a study for you as always. So the science bit today is a study looking at um, the overall science of habits, habit formation and its implications for student learning and well-being. Um, So rather than go through the study, uh, we're actually going to go through how to habit stack and we cover aspects of the study in this episode, but we'll include it in the show notes for you if you want to read it yourself. Ah, science section over. That just makes me feel a little bit anxious now because I think when Shell's ever going to ask me to <laughs> do that one time you did it. You know what? You're going to ask me one day and it's going to be like, <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> okay, let's talk about some simple hacks to build some new habits. Now, as we've discussed Creating new habits is never going to be a walk in the park. So what we've done is we've put together seven simple hacks that will make it a little bit easier for you to form new habits because no one wants this to be hard, right? If it's too difficult, if it's too hard, then we will probably give up really easily. So let's get into that list right now. And the first one that we've got for you is to schedule your new habit and put it on a to-do list. Now, I'm not the greatest with lists, so I'm going to leave this up to Shao to talk about this one because she loves her lists. I do love my list. And it's not because I'm crazy organised. It's because if it's not written down, I will absolutely forget it the moment I walk away. So having a to-do list for me is just so essential. And having a calendar as well that I can check back in on, I find really, really useful, Um, especially for things like dates. I definitely, no hope of remembering a date if it's not in the calendar. I'll definitely double book myself. But even just simple things, if you're wanting to do a new daily activity, say, for example, you want to exercise every day. If you set out a time in advance in your calendar to do that, it's going to make it easier for you to accomplish it every day because you're not then every single day trying to squeeze in that time. If you've pre-planned that time, then it's easy to do. You've got that reminder in your calendar straight away. Um, So it just makes the whole thing a bit more simple. Um, And it depends on how you feel about notifications. Things like reminders on your phones can be really helpful as well. Uh, Personally, I don't tend to do that because I I struggle with notifications on my phone, but that's definitely a, a valid option for some people as well. So the next one is to make it public and make yourself accountable. So let your friends and family members know what it is you're trying to establish, what habit you're trying to create, and they can call you out on it if you don't stick to it. And it will also help you stay on track and stay on plan. Now, we talked about something similar in an episode before where we discussed an accountability partner. Now, I know for a simple fact that if I was on my own doing this podcast, I would come up with so many excuses, all sorts of reasons and excuses of why I could not record an episode this week because it was too hard. But because I've got Shell, she's my accountability partner on the podcast. It helps me stay on track because you've always got that one person that you're thinking about that you don't want to let down. And it kind of makes you feel better as well to have that person to talk to and discuss things with. So when me and Shell are talking, So when we're talking, Shell might say to me, oh, well, we might not have time to do it today, but why don't we schedule it on this day or that day? And I'm like, oh, okay, so we're doing it then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, that's how it is. (laughs) No, no, you know what I mean when you just don't feel like it. No, I know what you mean. It would be easy to get caught up in, oh, I haven't written the perfect episode yet, or I haven't done this, I haven't done that, but... Actually, when there's two of you, then there's always someone there to go, it doesn't matter, let's just get it done. It doesn't have to be perfect. 
it's harder to to do that on your own. Exactly. And it becomes so much harder when you're just on your own. So another way that you can also use this technique is to be publicly accountable. So maybe you need to make your new habit public. So you could even go as far as sharing it on Facebook or Instagram or places like that. And I know we discussed about social media and the effects of social media a few episodes ago, but it, it is to do with trying to keep up a new habit. So maybe you need some inspiration from people. People can keep you going or maybe just knowing that others are there supporting you is enough to keep you doing it because you don't want to look or feel like a failure. And it just kind of keeps you from thinking that you can't do it because you've got people watching you and egging you on and giving you that little bit of dopamine and saying things like, you can do it and you can do it. And all of that motivates us to carry on and continue to build that new habit. Definitely. It's nothing like a bit of public shaming to motivate you. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's there's shaming as well. <laughs> so the third point is to piggyback on a habit that you already have. This is also known as habit stacking, um, and it just makes things flow a bit better and easier to remember. So the concept of this is that there are lots of habits that you will already have ingrained in your life. So we've discussed a few of them before, things like brushing your teeth every morning. Maybe you go downstairs, make yourself a cup of tea. Those are all daily habits that you have. So if you can tack a new habit onto that, then it makes it easier for you to remember it. Say, for example, you wanted to do, um, there's like a squat challenge that you can do, isn't there, where you do 100 squats a day for 30 days. So you wanted to do something like that. Well, you could start it when you were brushing your teeth and that's your trigger every day to remind you, oh, I'm, I'm brushing my teeth, therefore I should do my squats. Um, doesn't have to be that, obviously. That's an example I have personally never tried. <laughs> but you get the gist. So it, it's it's about as soon as you start one habit, tacking another habit onto that. So yeah. that the, you do the two of them combined. So one prompts the other. Yeah. So what you're saying there is creating a trigger as well. And like we discussed in the last episode, cravings can be formed by a trigger. And we talked about the pizza as well. And we're always talking about junk food on the podcast because yes, we love food. So the trigger is created. Yeah. So I'm brushing my teeth. There's the trigger. Oh, oh, I need to do my squats, for example. And the reason that we're talking about stacking those habits together is because you can do all those things all in one go, which means you have more time and it just makes you feel like you're actually able to get stuff done. Okay, the next one we've got for you is to make slip-ups constantly. And I'm a big believer in this. No, no, no. Make slip-ups costly. (laughs) You said make them constantly. (laughs) That's amazing. Although, although that makes sense as well. If you're listening, you can make slip-ups as well. There's no (laughs) issue with not being perfect. You can make slip-ups, but maybe you should make those slip-ups costly. And (laughs) what we mean by this is when you do slip-up, maybe you need to do something about it. So here's a great idea. Um, You wrote this episode as well. You're just reading your writing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So here's a fun idea. So get a jar and put it in the kitchen or wherever it is you want it to go. And each time you slip back into that old habit, then at that point, it's time to start putting some money into the jar. So, for example, let's say you slip up, you would then put, say, five pound in the jar. And every time you slip up, 
you put more money in the jar. Now, losing money will help you to quickly understand that you've slipped back into bad habits and it will keep prompting you as well. And we've talked about this so many times in the podcast and I've just said it a minute ago as well, but there is nothing wrong with not being perfect and slipping up. But this is just about having a visual representation of how many times you've slipped up and it will help motivate you and push you forward. The bonus is you can do great things with the money, such as give it to charity, maybe you've got a charity in mind that you really want to support that you can give the money to so you're doing something good whilst building a new habit or you could go and spend that money on yourself or buy something for a loved one or something like that obviously the goal here is to get those slip-ups as less common as possible so the next point is something we've touched on before but it's important enough to give it its its own bullet point which is to find a partner an accountability partner and help each other along so um, if you want to find out more about that go to episode 16 where we talk about it in a lot more detail uh, but the basic gist is you want to find somebody with the same or a similar goal um, and you encourage each other you motivate each other you provide accountability for when each other is struggling feeling low not wanting to keep up with the the goal. Um, it makes it much harder to, to skip out um, if you've got somebody to answer to. So just a quick example of this that I'm going to use today is Shell is currently preparing herself to go to a friend's wedding and we didn't have time on Monday to record our usual normal episode and we both could have just gone, oh, do you know what? Leave it for this week. Let's just leave it. But as we've both committed to doing a weekly episode and we're both involved, it means that we actually have to be accountable to each other. And it's hard to give up when you're accountable. I would feel absolutely awful if I just gave up and said, you know what? not doing it this week and then Sunday would come and I'd be sat there thinking oh it's my fault we haven't got an episode out this week so using an accountability partner really helps and we've really pushed ourselves and this is where we are trying to create new habits for ourselves as well because being accountable is something that works I mean we're on episode 22 when I said this the other week I never thought we'd get there like I never thought we'd be able to keep this commitment for this long but through rain or shine or whatever's happened to us and the things that have been going on that are going on in our lives we've still made time to sit down and record an episode each week which is what we're doing right now and it also ties in really nicely with the next thing which is to make your habit a group challenge so maybe you could form a group which is even better because then you have more motivation having more than one person in a group can really motivate you uh, because people see things from different perspectives and when two of you are feeling down then you've got that third person that can jump in and go oh I've got this great idea let's do this so what I would do is if you've got family and friends who have got the same goals of you uh, then use that to your advantage maybe you want to set up a weight loss group or maybe there's habits that you want to change and you've got friends that would like to create and make those new habits too make a group challenge with if you don't have anyone that you can create a group challenge with and you don't have people around you that have got similar goals then you can do this online you can find groups online find support online and you can still challenge each other to stick to a new habit for the next 30 days so the final point that we've got for you um to make a new habit and stick to it is create a routine around it. So examples of this are things like a bedtime routine, um, a cleaning routine, a morning routine. Um, so these are things that ideally you'll, you'll plan in advance. 
Um, you can sit down with a pen and paper if you want to make it a bit more formal if you want to. But let's take, for example, the bedtime routine. When you get to the end of the day, um, it's a lot harder to make decisions. You've been making decisions all day. It's harder to think about what you want to eat for dinner, um, what you're going to do that evening, whether you're just going to watch TV, what time you're going to go to bed. Um, but by cutting out that decision making and making it into a routine then it frees your mind up and takes that stress over making decisions at the end of the day away so for example if you do something like meal planning um, then that will help you in advance figure out what meals you need to eat what food you need to have in advance if you know that every night um, you're going to come up to bed at a certain time brush your teeth wash your face whatever and then go to bed maybe do something like a meditation and then go to bed it makes it easier to um, not just stay awake late watching tv because you know it's got to that time that you said you would turn the tv off and come upstairs to bed just makes it easy to stick to you're not having to make decisions on that Great. So that's all we've got time for this week. We'll just leave you with our little kicker. We've been teasing it uh, for a week now, but our little kicker is we are going to start a habit challenge. So what we would like you to do is pick a habit. The habit can be of your choosing um, and stick to it for 100 days. And what we've done is we've created a little uh, habit tracker guide to help you with that. So um, if you go to the show notes, you can download it. So it's just a simple document with a hundred spaces to tick. So you write your habit at the top, um, when you're going to start, what date you're going to finish it. Um, And then every day when you've done your habit, you put a tick um, in the in the tick box. So I thought it would be really good as well, Sparky, if if you and I also do this challenge and set up a habit of our own. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I knew you'd be asking what habit, this. I knew it. What habit are you going to do? I'm starting to get predictable now. <laughs> okay, so for me, I am going to leave the house every single day and do something like a walk or a walk. Like I, I want to get into the mindset Basically, I want to habit stack a little bit. So I want to actually leave the house more, but I actually want to walk as well. So what I might do is I might take some of these things that we've suggested. So I'm not going to make it a group challenge because obviously this this is just going to come down to me. Uh, But what I will do is I will make it public because I'm saying it on this podcast, which obviously holds me accountable. And I'm also going to remind myself by using my smartwatch. And I'm going to try and hit 8,000 steps a day. Now, I know like that's not a lot really compared to what I was doing a few years ago. But I don't want to stretch myself too far. I think around 5,000 to 8,000 steps would be a good first step for me to for me to start off with. So getting out, getting some sunshine. My, my main goal really is just to get out and get sunshine. But I'm going to habit stack those together, leaving the house, uh, getting more sunshine and trying to get my steps up and go for a walk. So that's what I'm going to be doing. How about you, Shell? Okay, so mine initially sounds easy, but it's something that I really struggle with. And that is to drink two litres of water a day. So I noticed when I was on maternity, um, my lips didn't get chapped. I got a lot less headaches. My skin didn't feel as dry. And I realised when it all came back, when I started work again, it's because I don't really drink at work. Um, Like I can, it can easily be three, four o'clock before I have my first wee when I've been at work all day. Um, and it's it's pretty tea coloured when I do go. Sorry if that's no um, So I know that I'm getting myself dehydrated and that's what's causing all the symptoms. So, and it's silly really, isn't it? Because, you know, it sounds so 
um, difficult to drink two liters of water a day. But if you know, if you go for a night out, how many drinks would you have on a night out? And that doesn't seem difficult. So exactly, I know it's just something that I need to be more proactive in doing. So my my part of last week, so re- removing the um, the friction, was to uh, get myself a nice new water bottle. So that, um, cause my old one's sort of tasting a bit funky, you know, if you put like stuff other than water in it, yeah, like juice or something and you've just got that <laughs> yeah. taste, haven't you? Um, so I've got a nice new one. So it doesn't taste of anything. I'm not going to contaminate it. It's just going to have water in and I'm going to start my hundred days from today. Perfect. I think that's amazing. I like the fact that you used last week's preparation to kind of combine it with this week. That was, that was, that was a really good thing. So hopefully everybody else has, uh, got their preparation, set up their environment and is now on their way to starting their new habit. Use these tips, like we said, we gave, we gave you seven tips to hack your way to forming a new habit. Use those, use the 100 day challenge ticker. It's very, very simple. All you've got to do is just tick it when you've done your new habit. There's not too much involved in doing it. And let's see how you get on. Next week, we will be discussing more about habits because there's so much to talk about habits. We'll be talking about the power of motivation and whether it works or not. And we'll be back as usual with another little kicker. All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.